Hi, Antonio. How are you doing? Hello, Pedro. Well, I'm great. Back from vacations, finally. Back to work, to our fantastic industry. And yeah, it's great. It, it looks like COVID, let's say over. And that means that a lot of people is very eager to doing a lot of stuff, organizing events, a lot of new initiatives. So it's really great to be back. First and foremost, I would like to congratulate you for conducting with success the first cohort for the IFCJS crash course. Yeah, thanks a lot. It's been really, really exciting. Also really exhausting because it was a lot of work. I think we were talking about 20 hours, but it was more than that, in, just in video and then writing all the content. But I'm very happy. I wasn't expecting to have so much students I already mentioned that earlier, like we were ex expecting 100 students and we had over 400. So that was a great surprise. Also that required more work from us, but we were very happy. Also a lot of involvement from the students and we could see that in the hackathon. That I don't know if it, did you watch the video of the hackathon? I did not watch the video of the hackathon, but I've seen a lot of tweets and posts on, on LinkedIn from you with different uh, projects that uh, have submitted for this. And I can assure you that most probable I will contact a few of the creators to interview them on Beam Voice. Yeah, yeah. For me, it was really exciting. I was expecting just to see what we taught in the course, which was a project gallery and a viewer. But there were people that went like way beyond and even people that made teams and consolidated teams that worked together. And one of the winners is actually a team of people. So it was really great to see people put their creativity uh, to work and come up with very amazing stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's so nice. Before we go and talk a bit about prizes and the hackathon itself, you said that what is this video about? Where we, can we find it? And it's like a just conclusion of the course or what exactly? Yeah, right now that the video was hidden in YouTube just for the students, but we were talking about releasing it so that anyone can see uh, the results and the ceremony, so to say. Anyway, we also plan to make a individual post of each and every student that got something in the hackathon. I think in the end, there was like 15 prizes in total, like wow. people that got money and got merchandising and so on. But yeah, probably I will make the video public and I will send you the link so that you can share it as well. Yeah, that makes sense. But how long is the video? Ah, it's quite some time because we were reviewing 15 applications. So it's over an hour. Oh, it's fine. I thought you were going to say five hours or something like that. No, so no, 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 no. Two hours with 2x uh, speed. It's it's fine. I is it worth watching before uh, falling asleep? And uh, you say that uh, like for uh, the members, where can I find that? Because I'm a member, although I did not participate actively. Yeah, yeah. if you go to course, the... If you go to the Discord server in the students channel, you, you'll mm -hmm. find the link there. I made it everyone mentioned, so you should see the notification and mm -hmm. yeah, it's there. Okay. And probably we will also upload this as, as the end video for the student platform. Okay, I understand. Cool. Thank you very much. Now let's get back to the hackathon. Tell me very briefly, uh, what were, were the most important prizes? Is like uh, the first five, the first three, or what was the important uh, positions to yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 actually, I can show you. I can share yeah. the screen. And if I go here, nope, not here. Here, you, you see my screen, right? Yes. You, you see the student platform. Yes, yes. Perfect. Uh, he is here. We explain the hackathon. And the idea was giving a lot of people the opportunity to win something because one 
challenge that we had in this course is that there was a lot of people with different levels, people coming from a programming background, mm -hmm. but also people that had absolutely no idea what programming is and so on. Yeah. So instead of just giving a gigantic prize to a bunch of people, because that probably meant that a lot of people would be discouraged, like, okay, I'm not a pro, I'm just a beginner. So we were willing to give back a lot of the money that we got from the course. If you see it here, there's like three top prizes and then 10 honorable mentions. Okay. So that means 13, but then we gave three extra prizes. So it was 16 actually, yeah, not 15, mm -hmm. but 16 prizes. Yeah. Because there was three projects inside. We gave three third prizes instead mm -hmm. of just one. And there was one extra honorable mention, 11 honorable mentions. So, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I understand. Uh, let's uh, not get this too long and let's go through the first three. Can you tell me who got the third prize? Let's go uh, in that order. Yeah, yeah, sure. Actually, the third prize, there was three people. Hopefully, I can sh show it to you directly. Don't spoil so... and don't go to the first prize. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, don't worry. Don't worry. So, okay, yeah, here it is. Here it begins. There are three third prizes because there. the thing is that there were five projects that in my opinion were like very above the level of the rest and to me it seemed unfair to have to decide just three so we decided to extend the top five. prices and yeah so three different projects have a third prize okay let's yeah this is the first one this is from a student called jim chuan chen i believe forgive me if he's watching the video and i mispronounce the name but basically, it was a very interesting idea. He used the IFCJS technology together with Socket.io, and he made almost like a multiplayer game yeah. inside a big model so, <laughs> so that a lot, uh, multiple people could connect at the same time. And actually, he has two browsers here, and he's connecting with a name, and he was able to navigate the model with multiple people at the same time. And that's very interesting. I think that this is the future of model reviewing where you can actually visit the model and see other people visiting that. And this also connects a lot with the, you know, all the new ideas regarding the, the metaverse and a lot of things mm -hmm. people is talking about these days. So yeah, that was definitely, and for me, the, the biggest value of this project is that they go one step beyond. In this case, Jin Chuan Chen decided to investigate socket.io, which is something that we didn't cover in the course by itself. And it was a very, very interesting idea. This was one of them yeah very very exciting very nice project yeah yeah yeah. Uh, then we have a team of three people i i know i don't remember the name of all of them so i won't say them but yeah. i will give you the, the list of names and you sure actually i have them here give me one minute and i will it's also very complicated because in these kind of courses you find people from different countries in this that's case that's also the, the fun part <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So these guys were Hassan Imam, Badar Wabi, and Moritz Lil. These guys, Hassan, Badar, and Moritz, made a application that allowed to, uh, you can see it here, the carbon footprint of IFC models directly, and you could see all the quantities. And if I'm not wrong, you can also like see the materials and they assign a value to the materials. So you can actually measure IFC models directly in the browser. Uh -huh. And they, they prepare all these interfaces, their application, and they prepare everything like the navigation tools. Anyways, I, I will send you the link of these videos uh, to you so that you can share them. But let's yes. see if... Yeah, yeah, you can see here they had like this menu where you could actually define some measuring rules and apply them to the BIM model. So yeah, I mean, for me, of course, they are three people, so they have more capacity. But for yeah. me, 
this was a very, very nice proposal because this challenge required people to have knowledge about how the data in IFC is structured and also have knowledge about how to measure a building, how to do this. So this combination of both, let's say, architectural slash construction knowledge and programming knowledge is exactly what I think this project is about. So for me, this was also a great proposal. Then the third prize, actually, we made a small mistake here. And I, for, I was like with a thousand things in my head in that moment. And I forgot to mention the third, third prize because I mean, before this, we had already seen over 10 projects and I had yeah. commented then and went yeah, to them. Yeah. But so instead of showing you that in the video, I'm going to show you the video that the person sent me directly. And yeah, yes. Yeah, and it was very nice because we posted this video in Twitter and we got a retweet by Mr. Dupe, which is the creator of 3JS. He said that he was happy that we were finally getting away from vendors like Outdesk and so on. So yeah, uh, this is from Nicolas Arellano. He's a, a researcher in Carleton University in Canada. And he made this very, very nice combination of Cesium, which is a GIS library similar to Mapbox. And he was actually able to locate projects in the map and this application was very very polished in my opinion he could see multiple models he could navigate wow. them he had the post-production and for me i mean of course this is something that he had done in in just one month so it's not like super quite complete but i see this and i can see something that's more than professional like uh, for me this was very very nice proposal wow yeah, yeah it um, looks impressive this is this is impressive oh my god yeah i mean and this was just one guy doing this so i appreciated that a lot and these were the three third prizes yeah then we had the second prize yeah which in my opinion was even above this level the second prize was for bishwajit mana uh, or black boots in discord but Bish bishwajit uh, and again sorry for the pronunciation had a very very interesting idea he uh, you see here the name he called it ifc bnb and the idea was to mix these GIS and BIM concepts to make something that looks similar to Airbnb yeah. to allow people to up upload their BIM models directly to a GIS environment and to be able to perhaps in the future make them available and perhaps you can look for it. And for me, this was even beyond the other projects because he didn't only like put effort into making a nice looking application and you will see it now that it's very, very worked and very polished. Mm -hmm. um, but also he had the idea of binding this with an existing technology and something that could be even like uh, interesting for for Airbnb or other companies that offer this kind of service. Imagine like not only seeing the pictures of your building, but also being able to navigate it around. And one of the things that we were planning, and this is something that he didn't know, but one of the things that we are planning is to, because there's people making it possible to take these models and making renders from them directly in the browser. Uh, perhaps, who knows, maybe if we combine that with this, you are able to have the, the model of your building in the web directly in a context with buildings in GIS, yeah. and then go inside the building, see the building, see the, the pictures, the renders. I don't know. For me, this was something very, very original, very, and he mm -hmm. also made tools to be able to adjust the buildings in the, in the working side. And this wow. is something that, of course, requires work. Yeah, I mean, it, it and is also impressive. He, 
Yeah, yeah. And also he made that look nice in mobile, which is also something that I appreciated. They see this and they become interested. No? Maybe you can combine this. I'm thinking maybe the first thing that could be combined here would be a, like a point cloud. Just a simple way to scan with your phone or something like that, your building, and to combine it with this in a way. Yep, definitely. And the first price, I mean, all of the, all of the proposals surprised me a lot because I wasn't expecting something like that was so, let's say, so advanced. Well, yeah, yeah. But again, keep in mind that I, I don't know about the third prices, but I'm aware that probably the second price, the first price was not people that was starting from scratch. They already of had course. some coding experience. In spite of that, even if they know how to code, they were people that really put effort and time into it. And I can say that except for the number one and number two the rest was mainly people that had absolutely no coding experience at all wow whatsoever so i was really really happy to see so many people getting engaged in the that, hackathon that is but yeah, really yeah nice. this is the first price this is an application that allows you to build construction execution plans using visual programming on top of ivc models using visual nodes so he can actually do this parametrically oh and so 4d we have yeah, a yeah, yeah, yeah. parametric he, 4D. Yes, I remember the video, the, your post. Yeah, yeah, and he's able to create custom rules with visual programming. Super simple, but again, doing this in one month is absolutely, for me, jaw-dropping. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and he, he can actually show you that um, in a big model. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that, this was price number one by Juan Hoyos. So really, really nice. And yeah, these were the highlights of the hackathon. Uh, I was, uh, to be honest, I wasn't expecting this level. I was expecting something much, let's say, basic, but the students put effort into it and everyone made a great job. So I, I, I like to think that's a sign of a people liking what, the, what we teach in the course. This is absolutely uh, unbelievable. I'm very, very happy to see this. I think I did three modules of the course and after that I just uh, got overwhelmed with everything else that uh, I just did not have the time for it. But I was there and I will be part of this community anyway, uh, no matter what, and I will support it however I can. Now I'm curious about something. What is going to be like the second version of the crash course? Is going to be just a complete copy of this? Is there any point for the same people that have been in the first course? To join again no 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 but i mean it's the same course people that is already in the course will have permanent access this is something that we said in the yeah. beginning and we will keep the word and the only thing that will happen is that we will open the gate so that new people can come in and they can okay. join people they will have of course all the content available from day one and they will be able to participate in the student channel they will be able to see all the videos access all the content permanently the main reason why we close and open gates is because we feel that when you publish a course that is pre-recorded and you allow people to sign in whenever, people is usually lazy and they say, well, you know, I'm interested, but not right now I don't have, I will wait until I have time. But yeah. the thing is that usually you find that if you don't have, let's say, any anything that encourages you to do it right now, you never actually do it. And we like to get involved with the people. We like to have some set of students doing the same thing at the same time so that we can help mm -hmm. them together. And also they can help each other because imagine that someone makes the course and nobody else is doing it and they have a question. Of course, I can go and answer, but I think it's also we can organize things like the hackathon. So yeah, it's going to be just opening the gates again. More people will join and then close it again. Okay, I understand. Are you also working maybe on other courses or this is going to be the only course that you will run during this year, maybe next year as well or repeat? No, no. 
Actually, we plan to release two more courses before the end oh. of the year. <laughs> before uh, the end of the year? Are you kidding me? Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Um, but they are more advanced. Paradox. It's a paradox. But even if they are more advanced, they are, let's say, easier for us. Because that means that we can focus on directly advanced stuff and not having to stop and explain what a, yeah. a loop is or what a conditional is or what operators are. We can just speak about things that are interesting, like what is the correct architecture of a front-end application, things like yeah. that, more advanced topics. And the two courses are, well, one, the, the first that, that we will release is making a Beam 360 viewer clone just with IFCJS, including the model database and user logging, logout. It's going to look exactly like Beam 360. Wow, uh, okay. So maybe you should put a slash there and say that building common data environment with IFCJS just so other people that don't know about BIM 360, which by the way, is not called like that anymore. It's ah, really? It's Collaborate Cloud or something like oh, that. Construction Cloud, maybe. Construction Cloud, yeah, true, true. It's important to understand. <laughs> okay, okay. No, no, no. But I think I sent a snapshot of how it was looking what we were doing. And the idea is to demonstrate that because the, the crash course was a lot about making small exercises, a lot of different small exercises to practice different stuff. Yeah. This course is going to be the opposite. We will do just one exercise, but we are going to walk from the beginning to the end. And in the end, we will be a fully professional, the kind of application you would find in a software development company, like uh -huh. speaking about advanced things like code architecture, maintainability, linting, things like that. They couple in different parts of the code. That's amazing. I'm really looking forward to this. I would love to see a common data environment, open source platform getting like uh, establishing itself from this challenge. Like I would love to see that. I would like to find a product like this and buy it. I know there is open project out there, but the issue with that is that they I don't like their licensing. If I want to try it as a person, I need to buy five licenses. Come on, I won't do that. I have very, very high hopes for this. I'm really yeah, looking forward. Actually, that kind of platform that you described would need two parts. One is front-end, which is yeah, the course the I was talking to yeah. you about, and then the back-end. And the back-end is next year. Okay. The back-end is the course we will release next year. But because the other course that we will release this year before mm -hmm. the end of the year is IFC for developers, because we find that we have many developers in the community that are confused by how the data is structured in IFC. They don't know how to get to a specific thing or they don't know what property sets are or what uh -huh. to expect from them. And now that we are working in building IFC files from scratch using 3JS, like even the geometry and everything super uh -huh. easily, we will release that course explaining everything that we know from IFC that we needed to build IFCJS. So it's going to okay. be a IFC in-depth, but very practical, like building IFCs from scratch, editing IFCs, things like that. Sounds like a good combination of courses that you can create something with. I'm, I really love the, love the idea. So do you have any dates for these courses? When is the second edition of the crash course starting? This week. This week. Okay. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's not. It, this week we, we open the registration because now we have more resources. We have improved the re registration process. Now we have a form that people can fill and the discounts apply automatically and so on. So this week it's going to be the registration. So probably next week we'll have a bunch of new students. You can't tell me already how many students do you have. We need to talk again. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But I hope probably they won't be 400. Maybe we have a surprise, but they won't be 400. Right now, we also don't have like a very 
we are growing very organically. We are not putting so much effort into marketing, dissemination and so on. So I don't know, maybe when we made the first course, we had the goal of having 100 students. So I will say that for this second edition, that's the same goal, 100 students. That Talking should be your... easy, actually. You, even if you won't have 400, I think 100 is going to be easy to achieve because you already have a lot of people that wanted to get in the first time they did not manage, they will join. So I think you'll get easily two, 300 again. Well, well let's see. I don't want to make, I don't want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, and regarding the other courses, the advanced fronted course, it's the one that we are preparing right now because I feel that a lot of people enjoyed a lot the crash course, but they miss more advanced things. Like, okay, yeah. how do I go from this to, a, to the application that any company has? So that's going to happen hopefully in October if we don't have many stoppers. Mm -hmm. The IFC for developers course will happen before the end of December. That sounds like a pretty packed up end of the year for you. <laughs> yeah, and, and also we, I have all the events and everyone wants to be in person, so it's complicated. I already right. had turned down a lot of um, offers to go to events and talk about the project because there's, there's not enough time. I understand, man. I understand. Okay, I do not want to make this even longer. Like, I think we touched everything what is important about the past, about what is happening right now. So you know what you got to do here. Just jump on the courses because you are missing the chance of your life to change industry. A-C-O. Let, let me add that O because I get a lot of feedback that I should add that O for operations as well. <laughs> because they are important. Yeah, actually the O is where the where the money is yeah yeah <laughs> it's the most profitable uh, letter of, of the acronym i don't know too much about that but i will i will trust you this time <laughs> well antonio what can i say uh, head down you are doing a tremendous job i don't know how better should i put this you and everyone else involved because as we know already there are many ants behind that nobody sees and actually i think we should make once a video like this with you presenting some other important members of the project yeah, actually, um, one of the things that will happen very soon, we are preparing a roadmap, not only for features, but also for money and how much money do we have and how much money do we plan to make this year and next year mm -hmm. and where that money will go. So because in the end, you know, making open source is great. It's uh, it, you're a great person and so on. but. I think that making your project sustainable is also a part of the project. That's the challenge, I believe, making, yeah, because IFCJS is growing, but now we have to scale it. So let's see if we can scale it together. with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if you want it to make a real impact, you, it needs to be sustainable. Otherwise, it's just a hobby, right? So uh, it's definitely very nice to hear that. I'm really looking forward to see that roadmap. Me too. I'm, <laughs> let's see what happens. <laughs> okay, man. Thank you very much again. Good luck with the next courses and we stay in touch. Of course, we will keep everyone updated on uh, how it's going. Yeah, thanks a lot, Petro, for the invitation again. And yeah, see you next time.